Literary Scape presents the historical, inspirational book club podcast, The First of Its Kind. This show is for those who love clean romance adventure stories from the 1800s. In this episode, Tiffany and Melissa will be discussing A Passion Denied by Julie Lessman. Has she fallen in love with a man who cannot love her back? Elizabeth O'Connor has been like the little sister John Brady always wanted, sharing his love of literature and his thirst for God. But in the throes of the reckless, roaring 20s, Lizzie has grown up. Suddenly, she wants more from the man who has been her friend since she was a child. When this shy little bookworm blossoms into a beautiful young woman bent on loving John, she discovers that his past won't let him return that love. But Lizzie refuses to give up until his shocking secrets push her away. Can true love survive the betrayal and deceit of a painful past, or will it be shattered like the fairy tale dreams of a girl in love? This one was tough. Yeah. If I'm honest. I didn't because think... they're both sweet. There was nothing like real. They weren't rogues. They were yeah. just both like, I'm like, why can't they just be together? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree. But, um, and then I have to laugh because like Lizzie, she starts to be a little more, you know, she's normally very reserved and she, but for, she wants John so bad. She goes to charity and faith for help. Yeah. And what did you think about the plan they came up with <laughs> and the ways they were helping her? I like how she implemented both of them. Cause I yeah. feel like that she is a mix of both sisters. She's mm-hmm. not one or the other. She has her own little personality, but it is a mix of both of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. So... Do you love, like, Faith's like, I'll take care of the prayer part. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then Charity, the little schemer, which Mitch is always on her about, Charity, you gotta stop scheming like that, you know? Yeah. (laughs) But she's like, oh, you're gonna get him to kiss you, and this is how you're gonna do it. And (laughs) Yeah, the crackers. (laughs) I know that she does the cracker trick. I'm like, oh, goodness. Oh. And then what, what did you think about you know, when Lizzie does kiss Brady, what did you think about his reaction and how he left her? Uh, he he surprised me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand why he was the way he was until later on in the book. Yeah. But I'm just like, what is wrong with him? Why is he I know. so afraid? But Like, it's so much so like he's talking to the pastor. Remember the... Mm-hmm. And that pastor has been in it since... I think since a passion, passion most pure, I think it's the same guy all the way through that kind of like does a little mentoring with each of the guys. You know, he plays basketball with them and stuff. And mm-hmm. But he had a conversation conversation with John Brady and Brady. I mean, he was so against being with a woman, being in love, being in a marriage and all that. That even the pastor was like, because uh, he didn't know what it was. He goes, you, you do like women, right? Like, we're right. not dealing with another problem, are we? And he's like, oh, I love women. You know? mm-hmm. But it was uh, intense. And you don't actually ever get the full picture to almost the end. Right. You get like little snippets. Um, and then what did you think? Here's Clooney comes into the picture and ends up staying with... Brady. He's he lives in the same apartment building, I think, as Brady. Mm-hmm. And his mom is left. 
And then just left him. The grandmother is like, hey, can you just stay with John Brady? Because I got to go take I got to be gone for a few months to take care of my sister or something like that. I can't yeah, remember it was exactly. weird. What did you think about that whole story? I just think it, it shows like what a good person John Brady is mm-hmm. and taking in this kid and trying and he's trying to keep him clean, mm-hmm. keep him fed and keep him on the right track <laughs> always pouring his faith into him and yes yeah and he because of that so Clooney shows up again mm-hmm. in the winds of change in mm. Katie's story which is the O'Connor's youngest daughter oh okay and because of John Brady and you know Collins in the mix too but he's just not as much as Brady is because he's living with Brady but because of his influence uh, he ends up uh, doing great for himself, you know, oh, pulling God. himself up out of that. So it's interesting to see that play out down the road. But yeah, I loved it. I think it just it makes you fall in love with them even more, to be honest, as a reader. But oh, yes. So Charity's pregnant, right? In this mm-hmm. one. Yes. <laughs> I love I just absolutely love it. And here she is. She just wants her man. Right. She just wants him. But Mitch is scared to death to, you know, Mm -hmm. do that with his pregnant wife. So he has a conversation with Patrick, which when I read that, I was like, I even stopped and I said, okay, Derek, would you have this conversation with my dad? Because (laughs) to me, it's like, you know, because he even asked, did you do that with Marcy when she was pregnant? And he was like, "Uh, yeah, (laughs) you know. I mean, what did you think about that whole conversation? That would have been awkward. But I don't know. They just kind of did it together. I mean, it it did flow very naturally in the book. But what did you think about Mitch's reasoning, why he was so scared? I mean, it made sense. It did. Why he did. But it, it was also like, I don't know. You And you know, Charity, her whole... It's all about them. If Mitch is not into me, I'm devastated. Yeah. Right? She's very physical. If he doesn't desire me, then I am done for. Of course, so then she's like, you think I'm fat and ugly? (laughs) It's like like whatever pregnant woman goes through. Uh, So anyways. And then... uh, Oh, we already talked about, do you think that conversation would be awkward? (laughs) Oh, yes. And so then Sam. Oh, go back to a light in the window and remember Sam and the guy that. Yeah, that was weird. What did you think about him coming back in the picture? And he causes a huge It took me a minute to realize why she was so mad and like. It took me a minute. But yeah, he did put a big riff in another big thing in their marriage that I was like. And I'm glad that you, I read the light in the window first because there is that scene is in there on their wedding day where he mm. comes in and gives her a kiss and she's still thinking, maybe I'm marrying Patrick, but I'm in love with Sam. Mm. But I'm like, no, you should know after how many years of marriage with Patrick. Year, yeah, that seemed kind of silly to me. Raised, like, yeah, I know that wasn't love. What I have for, with you is love. But man, I was just torn up for the during for that whole thing. I was just like... But I was just like, why is it such a big deal? And then you just wanted to slug Sam, didn't you? Yeah. And now I was so happy when Patrick slugged him. It made me happy. <laughs> but then, of course, it didn't end up real well for them at first. But <laughs> Which, by the way, I was in a writing group with um, 
Julie, and she read the scene where Patrick and Marcy made up, and she was just crying. Aww. And crying. And that's when she told me, I judge how good my books are by reading them and how many tissues I go through. Yeah. Aww. And I was like, oh. Oh, okay. Then you learn about Brady's family. And I, you, we can't get around that. We can't talk about the rest of the book without saying that. We find out he has a twin brother. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? And he came from a lot of money. He did. He mm-hmm. did. And so his twin brother shows up and wreaks havoc in his life, right? Mm-hmm. But he's at John Brady's apartment. Lizzie doesn't know he, he even has, exists, right? Yes. She shows up there upset and his brother pretends to be him. And, in, yes. and kisses her. What did you think about all that? I was like, like, here's <gasps> the drama in this book. This is what's... Because <laughs> I was wondering, they're two good kids. They're going to have mm-hmm. a nice love story. What's going to happen? And then I'm like, okay, this is what's happening. Because <laughs> she was all like, finally, John Brady's returning my feelings and my we can love. have a relationship yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And then when she goes to meet him and she's all, you know, lovey-dovey with him, he's like, what are you doing? Well, you, you know, she goes through it and he's like, I'm going to kill my brother. Right. <laughs> oh. All right. Now, Katie and Clooney, they butt heads like <laughs> macho time, right? And they're at the hospital because Charity, they're waiting for Charity to give birth, right? And here patrick he's not been staying at home so he's arriving late and separate from the rest of the family and he catches katie being rude to clooney but he didn't hear what clooney had said before that right right right. and here he gets on katie about it Uh, i just have to ask if you've ever been caught by your parents doing or saying something rude in response to someone else but they hadn't seen or heard what the other person did first no i think so yeah yeah definitely okay i'm going to tell you the one time i'll never forget (laughs) so you know my parents had six girls Mm -hmm. they looked at adopting a boy oh i didn't know that you know when you go through that you whoever you know the kid spends time with you for a while so they came to me because they said "We'd, we'd really like to adopt so-and-so, but he's your age, okay? And I said, oh, I'm going to love having a brother my age. Like, I was so excited to have a brother, right? I really wanted a brother. (laughs) Well, the kid was... (laughs) He actually wasn't that nice. And so he said to me, do you know how you got your freckles? And I go, no, you know, I'm Miss Innocent. Sometimes I still am. He goes, you stood behind a cow while it pooped. (gasps) And it like, you know, well... I How was old are you? mad. Um, we were in fifth grade, so like 10, oh, 11. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what I spouted off. I really don't know what I spouted off. I just know it wasn't kind. And it is the only thing. My mom only heard my side of it because she came around the corner and heard me go off on him. I, <laughs> this is terrible. I'll never forget it. So mom yells at me right then and there. And she sends, I'm trying to explain, and she won't even let me explain what happened. And all of my sisters that were standing there, I don't even remember which ones that were there, never once said a word in my defense. Never once. I got sent to my room without dinner, and I had to stay there all night. Well, my bedroom 
is was above the living room, which is where they were all hanging out. And so, he, you know, he had brought photo albums and he, you know, I, all this stuff and they were going through things. So all I heard all night, one, I'm, I'm hungry. <laughs> right? Yeah. And two, I all I hear is this kid laughing it up with my family and just having this Aww. great time. And I remember like falling on my bed crying and going, he's replacing me. Aww. This kid is replacing me. And I was just so upset. And then, you know, my parents took him back to the foster home after the visit and everything. And it was when they came home, then my sisters finally said, hey, you know, this is what he said to her first. So then my parents came up. Mom comes up with food. She's crying. She feels terrible. I'm crying. And dad's, you know, dad's trying to like... (laughs) console you know these uh, i'm like i'm like he's gonna replace me i don't want a brother anymore you know like i was just so distraught and my parents are like he won't he's not gonna replace you and i'm sorry i didn't listen to your side of it you know kind of thing but when i read this scene with katie that's exactly what came to mind and i was like no katie you get in there and you defend (laughs) of course my parents didn't end up adopting yeah. Uh, and, and the boy even said, because he's to, he went a lot of places with us and, you know, did a lot of things just to see if it fits. And he said, I don't think I can handle six sisters. Uh, bless his heart. I, I hope he found a good home yeah. that he was able to plug into. But I can imagine it being overwhelming. Yeah. Um, I mean, come on. I lived in that. Yeah. My brother <laughs> had three sisters and three girls. He was like, so I don't think I, I don't can think. do it. <laughs> and then I think my dad was more worried about after that incident with me because I... I feel like of all my sisters, I could have handled it the best. Best. Having a a brother my age coming in. Yeah. And when I couldn't, I think then dad was like, (laughs) yeah. So interesting. I'll never forget it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I love you, mom and dad, though. (laughs) Thanks for feeding me that night, too. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to get stuck with a PB&J sandwich. (laughs) Anyways, what did you think uh, about the hospital scene when the nurse tells Mitch, that was hilarious. I mean, I was like, I loved how she goes out. You have a baby girl. Yeah, and they're all happy. And Colin's like, all right, I still got a chance to bring a first grandson in. You know, he's all mm. macho man. And then she runs out and says, you have a baby boy. And they what? Did, did you get it wrong the first time? Yeah. And he's no. like, no, you had twins. Which explains a lot why she was so big and she was huge yeah and the the episodes that she had of mm-hmm. him going early they said she went early and yep. bleeding and yeah mm-hmm. so yeah but yeah that's funny <laughs> i loved it i i that whole scene was was really i, I just really enjoyed it it's pretty funny because then then colin's like dang it <laughs> i can't even bring the first grandson in which by the way what did you think about the fact that he had three daughters? Never thought he'd get his son. He finally got his son. Mm-hmm. Three daughters? I think it was three daughters. Who? Colin. With Faith. Didn't they have three? I haven't read the rest of them. Oh, yeah. I'm read not the rest sure. Oh, I yeah. might be giving it away. But giving I mean, it's not like a big thing to give away. But I had to laugh. It took a long time before he got his son. Oh, gotcha. Um, that she gave him three daughters because you know he was the rogue 
that mm-hmm. every mother was like, I need to keep my daughters away from him. And now he's on that. He's the dad on the other yeah. side going, I need to keep men away from these men girls. away from my girls, you know? <laughs> so I loved it. Anyways, that's a side story, which I think Julie does an amazing job of keeping those going and weaving them into the main thing. But, uh, <laughs> okay. I also have to add, like, Lizzie and her friend Mary, which we find out more about her later on, too. She's a mystery, isn't she? The mm-hmm. Brady has this attraction and he's finally deciding, I think I'm going to go for it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to move past my past and, and go for it with Lizzie. And they're getting sitting down for the <laughs> for the uh, Bible study time. And he totally misses his chair because <laughs> his nerves are like, yeah, hot. I'm like, like, oh, and the girls are like snickering. And <laughs> like, what is like, wrong with him? He's normally cool, calm, collected. And no, he's yeah. They're talking mess. about it later on, and Mary's like, "What did you think when John Brady missed his chair?" <laughs> She's yeah. like, "I died laughing." Okay, I, I have to talk about the f- when. Brady takes Clooney and Katie and Lizzie to go fishing. Right. Mm-hmm. So he wants to, he's wanting to pursue her now, right? And Lizzie flings her uh pole in the fish hook. Do you remember this one? The fish hook gets caught in his pants, mm-hmm. in his bottom. <laughs> and he's like, Whoa, girl, the fish are not in my pants. <laughs> okay. Can I just tell you, I died laughing at that scene because I don't like fishing. Do you fish? I see. I haven't in a while, but when I did, I always had somebody either help me bait it or take the fish off unless I was wearing gloves. If I'm wearing gloves, I can do anything. (laughs) (laughs) I might go back to your nursing, right? Yeah, but yes, but even like Lydia could do it for me. Like she would be like four or five and she'd be taking the fish off for me. I'm like you. Yeah. Someone has to but bait it. But it's fun just to, I love just throwing it out there and catching them. But See, I don't know. I, don't I think it's I really... relaxing, but I hate the, I hate worms because of Bobby throwing them at me when I was little. And Bobby. Then, and then the, the fish are always so slimy. They feeling. are. Like, <laughs> or like the, I have to wear gloves. So, you know, just like some guarded gloves, you know, plastic gloves. Just whatever. anything, right? Any kind of a barrier. You know, so I don't get... So I don't have to feel, feel it. it. Yeah. Yes. But it's fine. I can hold it and with it, anything with gloves. <laughs> I can't even hook the, the worm because I feel bad that I'm killing it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know why. It's just so ridiculous. Derek took me fishing one time and he he was so sweet. I'll bait it for you. So I bait it. I'm the only one get. He hasn't gotten any bites. Because the, he's so busy baiting yours. Yeah. yeah. About the third time I pull one in and he hasn't gotten one yet. He goes... Uh, you're done. You're not fishing. I'm fishing, but you're getting the glory of reeling it in, right? He's like, I'm just going to fish and you can just sit here with me. I'm like, okay. Because I'm like, I'm not touching a worm and I'm not touching. I mean, I was like the girly girl, like, oh my word, you got to get that for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever. So then I went out on the fishing boat with him and his uncle and my brother-in-law. Uh, I really just wanted to go just to be out on the lake, just sit and enjoy it while they fish. And my brother-in-law kept saying, come on, you can do it. You can fish. And I said, no, I really, I'm fine. I'll beat the hook for you and everything. (laughs) Derek kept saying, I mean, he never took his eyesight off of his line and he just kept shaking and says, no, man, she can't fish. 
Oh, over and over. Man, she can't fish. She can't fish. Ah, yes, she can. Yes, she can. So he gave me the thing and he goes, you just, you know, there's this like thingy trigger or something. I'm going to sound like a real idiot on here, but you, that you click to release the line as you're throwing or something like mm-hmm. that. He, was, he walked me through it. I said, okay, I'll give it a try. I hit the thing at the wrong time or something. Right. And I went like this. And when I threw it, <laughs> so I can still picture it. My hook caught his uncle's line, pulled it and then flung. Right. And so all the guys in the boat went <laughs> like this, you know, because they were ducking it. And I'm just like, you know, not even realizing the havoc that I'm really creating. Do you know where my hook landed? in Derek's back oh no it was sticking in his shoulder right oh. here and I knew it because as soon as it went he went oh. <laughs> and I go oh my gosh <laughs> he like through gritted teeth he looked at his brother-in-law and he said I told you she can't fish <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going oh my word baby I'm so sorry I'm so sorry. I felt terrible so I'm like and I'm so squeamish I can't even pull the hook out of his back I have to let them do that yeah and you know it I mean it wasn't it's, he didn't need stitches or anything like that oh my but, fishing horror story of that is we always and whenever I go I make sure everybody separates because when we were little we were fishing in Ab Lake and my mom got the fish hook in her <gasps> eyelid that's squeamish I think it was either my brother or my dad and they flung it back and she was bent down helping in it <gasps> oh, yeah so mom. she did have stitches <laughs> yeah. yeah but that was yeah that's why I'm always like stay away from everybody when you do that oh my like, goodness make sure you're spaced out oh, that's so, yeah horrible. that was bad I'm bit bad memory <laughs> yeah that's, that's far worse Fish than mine stay away from them and wear yeah. gloves if you wear gloves <laughs> thankfully Derek and I were already married so it's not like he could, could be like I'm done with you <laughs> but, but his family crack up about oh, it oh my word they kept calling me well you truly are the fisher of men aren't you <laughs> oh I stop it I didn't <laughs> so <laughs> terrible i hated it but when i read that scene i'm like oh my word that's just like <laughs> what happened with me except i didn't get it in his pants i got it right in his shoulder shoulder Aww. poor guy <laughs> he puts up with a lot for you he does doesn't he <laughs> i'm like all these stories i had no idea <laughs> oh i got so many do you know what i told, told him though even before we were married i said Life will be never will never be boring with me. Just I'm just gonna let you know. And he's like, every time something happens, he's like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yep. (laughs) It's an adventure. What predicament am I gonna get you out of? It was we always had fun. That's right. (laughs) You gotta have fun. Right. All right. So I I feel like I kind of got off track there, but real quick, um, what did you think about the whole thing that went down? Because now this is where a love triangle starts again. Mm-hmm. Lizzie ends up engaged to John's brother. Brother. <laughs> I, I mean, what like, did you think of that? Like full circle of, from the first two books. Uh, I just couldn't believe she said yes, but she was like, I guess, compromising with herself. Like, if I can't have him, well, at least I can have him. I can have someone who looks like him. Right. That's literally what she said. Yeah. I can't have you. But I'll take someone who looks like you. Yeah. Which I didn't think she was that shallow like Charity, but. No. So he then, was playing the whole fate, like how fate said it had you know, godly man. He was mm-hmm. playing that part, but he really wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah. yeah. He was a big fat faker. <laughs> but then, but then, you know, all this drama happens and it's like, well, I'm not going to marry him now. 
I'm going to marry John Brady. And she comes in the house and tells Marcy that. And Marcy's got a basket of laundry. <laughs> and she sits down. She just goes, I'm not going to marry Michael. Now I'm going to marry John. And Marcy's like, what? And she sits down on this step and she's fanning herself. And she realizes she's fanning herself with one of Patrick's underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I died laughing. I just picture that scene. It's very comical. <laughs> but then she turns around and she dumps Brady again and goes back to Michael. I mean, there's so much back and forth there. There's a lot of back and forth. Oh, my word. <laughs> like, just so, hurry up and make up your mind. <laughs> um, so then, you know, it like goes and you're like, it's their wedding day. It's Lizzie and Michael's wedding day. And everything comes out, right? Everything comes out. Helena. Yes. Yeah. Which shocked me. Did it? I had no idea. Me either. And it bothered me. I was like, what? How did I not pick up on this? I know. You know? Oh, I didn't pick up on it either. But you know how it was like, I can't let you go through this because he was caught at the hotel. He's like getting ready to marry Lizzie, but he's sleeping with women Uh this whole time. Oh, what did you think about um, the pastor? What was his name? What was his name? I can't remember his name. Father Max response. Along with Colin and Mitch's response. Because, you know, Michael comes in and he's like, you're a, to the other girl, you're a filthy liar. And I will marry Lizzie today. And Mitch and Colin are like, Mm -mm. big brother mode. Like, they, and then the father was like, Father Mac was like, boys, you can take him in. Whatever happens is behind closed doors, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And Mitch has got like, got him in a chokehold. He's about ready to. Let him have it. Really let him have it for hurting Lizzie like that. So, yeah, I really enjoyed that. But I like the manly man that's like, don't you dare hurt the woman in my (laughs) life, right? Yeah. All right. And then what do you think about that final fight scene with John, Brady, and Lizzie where she is giving it all she's got? Mm -hmm. What did you think about that? I was like, come on, Brady. Come on. (laughs) You can do it. You deserve it. And I think he finally, you know, it wasn't until the revelation of mm-hmm. everything that he finally forgave and yeah, himself. And, and yeah, I think he just really hated on himself, and mm-hmm. he knew he couldn't love Lizzie the way she deserved until he pushed past that. So I was right. like, finally, <laughs> yes, finally. <laughs> All right, what are your level ratings for the adventure in a passion denied? So this one, even though they didn't like travel, I feel like there was a little bit more excitement in there. Excitement, yeah. A lot more fights. Yeah. I mean, the John and his brother fight. Uh, Mitch and and them fight with his brother. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, there's just a lot more. So I call Mocha. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Not that we have to agree and be the same, but what about the mystery level in this one? There's a little more mystery in this one. There wasn't a latte, so I'm going to go a mocha with this one. Oh, really? See, I thought it bordered a latte because, like, that revelation at the end, bam. Like, I did not see that coming. coming. And his whole past is a muddled up mystery. Yeah. I don't know. My brain was trying to figure it out. Why he was the way he was. I don't know. What about the romance level? I think we latte. A latte. Yes, (laughs) I agree. It's a latte. What is your overall lasso rating for a passion denied? Five out of three lassos again. (laughs) Five out of three. You get bonus points. points. Yes, Yes. I agree. It was really, really good. If you haven't read 
I think it's uh, The Winds of Change. There's three books in there, and that follows. I'll have to get those. Katie, Sean, and Stephen's love stories, which are really good. I have Mm. them if you want to borrow. And then after that, there's another set of three, and that follows, uh, which you haven't met her yet. So Gabby, and then uh, you'll learn who Gabby is after after you read The Winds of Change. And then it follows um, Hope and Henry, which are Charity and Mitch's twins. Oh, okay. So the only two out, uh, Henry's isn't out yet, which we talked about. His story will be coming out, but um, theirs takes place during World War II. Mm. And oh my. So it's really neat to watch this. Like if you start at the beginning, you get to watch this family go from pre-World War One through World War One, and then into World War, World War II. And it's, you just can't put them down. Mm-hmm. And then I know, I think this might be the last story of that. And then there's novellas in the middle. Oh. Which are excellent. I read those two. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get enough of the O'Connor family, but I think Henry's story is going to be the last. So mm-hmm. it's just a bummer. But. Yeah. We'll have to check them out. Oh, good stories come to an end. <laughs> Well, at least we got this many. Most yeah. authors don't give us this many. I so know. That's nice. And, and I've read them twice now. Oh. May go back yeah, for I'll a third. Have to them. <laughs> yeah, I'll get you those. Hey, everyone. If you enjoy our content, please consider giving us a five star rating on your favorite podcast platform or hitting the like button on our Rumble channel. These simple clicks by you help us reach more people. Thank you for your support. And until next time, happy and blessed reading.